What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. Well, I sure do appreciate that you're spending this hour with me today. I know how busy you are and the fact that you're taking time out to listen to the million dollar mindset is, uh, is such a wonderful thing. And, and I really, really want to state my gratitude that, that you're out there doing that and, and that you're ready for some change because that's probably why you're here. You know, we all have ups and downs, right? Life just dishes out all sorts of ups and downs. And and it's that way for everybody. Sometimes we live at that steady, comfortable pace, and it feels okay, too, for a while. And you know, sometimes we have that roller coaster ride going on, and sometimes we stay on that high, and sometimes we stay at that low. Now, the time for concern is when the downs are more frequent and longer than the ups, or you just feel stuck, like life is just okay, but not bringing much joy. Now, we're here on this earth to experience those joys in life. And they come from doing what we love and from being true to who we are. We're not meant to be unhappy or stuck or living a ho-hum life. That's not what life is about. Is there something that you want out of life, but it's just eluding you? It's just not coming to you and you can't find the motivation, determination, and, and even the discipline to go after it? Are you stuck, often thinking, someday I'll have what I want? But someday never comes, does it? Or at least it seems like it never will. It still can. Today, I'm going to share with you the three processes that I most rely on in my coaching practice to help my clients find that motivation, that discipline, that determination, and that belief to achieve their dreams. And I'll tell you what, I use these in my own life too. Okay, I walk the walk, I talk the talk. It's so important. All three of these things, some of them will seem ridiculously, ridiculously simple to you, and others will feel a little more complex, but that's okay because I'm here to help you through it. Many of my clients have gone from depressed to joyful, from being just dirt broke to a life of wealth and prosperity and abundance by using these very, very same powerful processes. And so can you. I am Marla Tabaka and I am here for you today to tell you all about why you're stuck, and how to get unstuck. So is there something in your life that really does elude you? Think about it. Something that you really want and and, and you feel kind of down about 
not having achieved it or you don't know where to start or you just can't find that motivation. And maybe you're just, you know, not necessarily unhappy, but living in that ho-hum life. But you have a feeling, you know what you'd like to do to spark it up, to spice up that life and, and to live a life that's more filled with joy. Now, if you have something that's eluding you, think about what's stopping you. Think about those barriers, those blocks, whatever you want to call them that are stopping you. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you believe the time isn't right or the money isn't there for you. Maybe others expect something different of you and, and you just don't have more to give. So you put yourself less and maybe, just maybe, I don't know. You don't believe in yourself enough to take the next steps. That fear thing really gets in the way, doesn't it? Well, whether the thing you want is all about just feeling better emotionally or physically or about getting a better job, going back to school, leaving an unhappy relationship or building a business that's thriving and profitable and and helping others and making you happy. There's so many things that keep us from what we want, aren't there? Think about what it is that you want. What's missing from your life? Or is your life just not satisfactory? How long has this gaping hole been there for you? And how would it feel to fill it with your greatest desire by achieving your dreams? Well, again, there are so many things that can get in our way and have the potential to stop us from feeling the way we want to or from going after our dreams, right? The obstacles are endless, aren't they? Here are some of the things I've heard from clients over the years. A popular one is about the spouse. He or she wants me to what? To do something different, to stay the way I am, to come home after work, to stay in the job I'm in, to stay home and raise the kids, or they expect something different from you than this path would take you. Or, you know, there's still, believe it or not, in this, this day and time, there's still the three famous words, they won't let me, my spouse won't let me. Yeah, I still hear those. How about, I don't have money. This is a really popular one. I just can't afford it. This is probably the most popular one. Or I have to stay in this job for the security, even if I'm miserable and I hate it. I have to stay in this relationship. I don't know where I'd go or what I'd do. How about, I don't have the time. Oh my gosh, so many of us feel that way, right? There are so many more important things to do. And so what do we do? We put ourselves last. We put our dreams last. But here's my favorite. And this one is not as common, but it's still something I hear a lot. That my adult children would be shocked or disappointed or let down if I changed. Wow. You know what? You're putting a lot on your children. And if they knew you did that, they wouldn't be happy because I can tell you it's probably just not true. Okay, now think about the things I just listed. Do do any of these things get in your way? Any of, you know, these exterior barricades set up for you and stop you from doing what you want to do? Well, if not, if none of these sounded familiar, then then what is stopping you? Are there reasons that you don't pursue this thing that's so important to you? 
that are all about someone or something else, like the list above. Did you notice that? Everything is about that external stuff. He won't let me. I want to stay this way because that's what's expected of me. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. This job is holding me hostage. All of that thing is about stuff that's outside of you. I have news for you. These reasons aren't powerful enough to stop you. If you really, really, really wanted this thing, this change, this happiness, this feeling, whatever it is, nothing could stop you. Nothing at all. Here it is. It's what you believe about the world and about yourself that's standing in the way. Your belief system, your paradigm, your view of the world. And that, my friends, is something you can change. Okay, there's the good news. What's in your way? What is stopping you? Stop putting it outside of yourself because it's all inside of you. What's stopping you? You are. Now, don't beat yourself up. This is not a criticism, okay? This is something that every single human being encounters, even the most brave, the most successful people you know, those you don't know, those that that you see on the internet or you read their books or whomever, everybody encounters this. Why? You want to know why? Because we've unintentionally hardwired our brains to keep ourselves in a box. It's the way that things work. It just is. But we do have the power to change it. I'm going to give you an example of what I mean, how we've hardwired our brain. And I'm going to tell you more about that science later in the show and and tell you why our brain gets hardwired this way and why we can't change it. You know, I know I just contradicted myself and said you can change it, but you have to know why and how. Rather, you have to know how to change it. And most people don't. They don't. So, so here's, here's an example of what I'm talking about. And I tell this story often because it is just so darn powerful and such a perfect example. This woman, I'm going to call her Lucy, was one of my very first coaching clients. So it's been a lot of years, but still this, this story is just too powerful to not not share. And I do have her permission to share it, even though I've made up a different name. So Lucy came to me and she had a business and she'd been in business for, oh gosh, probably about eight years. And she just couldn't make this business work. She worked 60, 70 hours a week. She was tired. She was stressed. She was upset. She was lonely and fearful. And this business just wouldn't make her money. She was bringing home like $35,000 a year or something ridiculous, okay, for all of that effort and for an entrepreneur. That's crazy. But when I looked at her business model, I'll tell you what, it was perfect. It was really a brilliant business model. And there was so much she could do to grow that business. I looked at her numbers. I looked at her history. I looked at her marketing. Everything, you know, everything was in alignment for growth, but there was no growth. And she just didn't see that. She just didn't see how to grow it or why. So she said when she came into coaching, but then after a little while, I realized, you know, this. it took me, I don't know, one or two sessions. I realized that there was something else going on inside of Lucy that had nothing at all to do with her business. 
something that had to do with this hard wiring of the brain and that that was what was stopping her from growing her business because you know what? She's a brilliant woman. She has a PhD. She has, you know, all sorts of degrees and experience and she was brilliant. And really deep down inside, she knew exactly what to do to grow that business and to bring home lots and lots and lots of money. But she wasn't doing it because of how she had hardwired her brain. Yep. We all do it. And when we come back from this break, I'm going to tell you how Lucy hardwired her brain and what the consequences of that were and how she changed. So make sure to stay tuned because it's an awesome story. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With Baby and Toddler Instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. This is the Toginet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific, you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, And yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. So do you have a dream? Do you have a big goal that you really, 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 really want, but you're just stuck? You're in the right place. You're going to find out how to get unstuck. Going into break, I was telling you, I was sharing the story about one of my past clients, Lucy, and uh, how she, you know, came in to learn how to grow her business, but 
really knew how to grow her business. It was just perfect for growth, ready for growth. Well, here's what happened. One day, Lucy said, I actually, I asked Lucy what she would do if her business made millions of dollars and she didn't have to worry about money anymore. And she thought, she thought, and then she, she said, well, it's a silly thing, really. And I explained that no dream is silly. Lucy, tell me what your dream is, I said. And so she said, well, I want to help other female entrepreneurs grow million-dollar businesses. I want to teach them how to do it. I want to inspire them and help them learn how, how they can do it, too. And I said, okay, so what's silly about that? She says, what's silly? I don't have anything to tell them. I'm not smart enough to help somebody grow a business like that. I don't have any inspiring stories to share. I'm just not smart enough. Now, I told you earlier that Lucy had her PhD and several other degrees and, and certifications. And she really was a truly brilliant woman, but she believed she wasn't smart enough. And so there was subconscious self-sabotage going on here. She wasn't growing her business because she knew that she'd have to get out there and start helping other people do the very same thing. And that scared the heck out of her because she really and truly believed she wasn't capable, wasn't smart enough to do it. Now, where did that belief system come from? I mean, she has no proof whatsoever in her life that she's not smart. None. She'd achieved, you know, top education. She, she'd started a brilliant business. She'd gotten a very different, difficult client in the U.S. government. Hello, that's not easy. I mean, she has this history of brilliance. Where she got that from was her youth, her childhood, growing up where she was told as a, let's see, she would be well into her 60s by now, and she's an African-American woman, and she was told during that time an African-American woman didn't go to college. They didn't achieve the things that she wanted to achieve, and she was consistently, that, that belief system was consistently reinforced by her parents and by those around her, teachers, Everyone pounded this belief into to Lucy's brain until Lucy's brain said, okay, that's the truth. That's the truth. You're in this box that says you can't and you're not going to get out of it. Okay. So she had created this paradigm, this belief system, and she wasn't going to break out of it. It just wasn't safe. Just wasn't safe. So like Lucy, so many people have lived their story these beliefs, they've lived in this box for so long and so hard that they've become their story. Now think about it. If there's a dominant theme in your life around why you can't break out of that box, it's central to whom you are. Who would you be without that story? Now, I know on the surface, you're out there saying, I'd be free. I'd be happy. I'd be wonderful. But if your freedom and happiness were so enticing, you'd have achieved that by now, right? Must not be so enticing to you. Not enough to override the fear that comes out of wanting to break free. Now, people who become their story don't want to give it up because it's become so integral in their lives and to whom they are that they don't know who they'd be without it. 
here's what happens. Let me tell you a little bit about how Lucy got to where she got to in that negative space, that, that box, and how you and I have gotten you know, these, these negative beliefs and how we've built this paradigm as well. We all do it. All human beings do it. So I'm going to use a little analogy, and, and, and I'd like you just to, to envision this, that your brain, there's two sides of the brain, right? And then there's the front, frontal lobe and, and the back of the brain. The two sides of the brain, the left and the right, have very, very different functions. So imagine a file folder on each side of the brain. And every experience we have in life produces a story that goes into that file folder. Okay? It goes into both folders. Let's say, for instance, that one time your mother told you that good little girls don't go to college or you're not pretty enough, you're not smart enough, or no, you have to carry on the family business, you have no choice. That's all of us do that. Whatever. You know, I'm just pulling things out of the top of my head. But imagine a story in your life, something that happened in your life. It's filed in two ways, on the left and the right side of the brain. On the left side of the brain are all the facts, the date, the time, if, if you recall those, and, and where you were and who you were with, and maybe something as crazy as what you were wearing or what you were eating at the time. It has all those hard facts. Now, the file folder on the right side of the brain stores your physiological response and your emotions around that event. So when you think about, you know, mom telling you this or whatever your story is, one of millions, believe me, the, the, the file folders are opened. Now, unfortunately, the one on the left, the one with the logical facts, that takes a while for the brain to access. But the one on the right, the one related to your feelings and your physical you know, response to something is accessed in a nanosecond. You don't even know what's going on. So here we are. We have these events, these negative events, and it happens for positive events too, okay? But since we're talking about being stuck, we're talking about the negative events in life. So here we have these negative events, and they become ingrained into us along with all of the emotions and all the physical responses that go along with them. And when something happens that reminds you of the belief system that that event or those events have carved out for you, this response is replayed in your head like an old record over and over and over again. Now, a lot of people come to me and say, I'm really stuck, or I'm really depressed, or I'm really this, or I'm really that. And I don't know why I had this idyllic childhood. And, you know, I can't, I don't know where it comes from. Well, I'll tell you, there's always a why. And consciously or subconsciously, your brain is on autopilot, and it's retrieving that why. So it can happen at an unconscious level as well. Okay, I want you to know that, that there's always a reason, there's always something that carves these negative belief systems in us that become ingrained like grooves in a record, and it becomes replayed over and over. And along with it, 
you might see something, you might hear something, you might smell something, you might try to do something that is uncomfortable, and all of a sudden, what? You've got maybe an upset stomach or a headache or your shoulders tighten or your your feet begin to buzz or you feel stressed out or nervous or fearful. All of those things physiological and emotional responses are a result of your brain going into that folder file on the right side, finding a related event and triggering them off for you. What a wonderful thing it does, doesn't it? So we know this now. This is neuroscience, okay? We know that this happens. Just a few short years ago, we didn't understand any of this. And now we have all these brilliant studies backed by amazing universities and, and doctors who are finally learning why and how we store this negativity and why it has become hardwired into our brains. So... The good news is that we can rewire our brain, okay, and we just have to stay very consistent with it, and we just have to know how. Now, you've heard people talk about something called the law of attraction, right? And 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 if you're like probably the majority of the world, you say, oh, law of attraction, whatever. It's like magic. It's like woo-woo. Well, I'll tell you what, the good news again is that for whatever you want to call it, we now have scientific evidence about the brain that tells us that this attraction magnet is for real. It is absolutely for real. And so we can actually bring to us the things that we desire in our life. Okay. And these processes that I'm going to share with you in the second half of the show is how we can do it. And they're very powerful, even if they seem almost idle, even if they seem like, uh, gosh, you know, this, that's so, so basic and that's so dumb, it can't possibly work. And when we come back from this break, I'm going to explain to you, I'm going to talk to you about a part of the brain called the reticular activating system. Little nickname is the RAS, R-A-S, the reticular activating system, and how this part of the brain down by the amygdala, that, that mammalian part of the brain, it hasn't evolved with the rest of the brain. You know, it kept us safe from those, uh, those, those dinosaurs or, you know, whatever people were running from. The cavemen weren't running from dinosaurs, but whatever they were running from, it kept them, kept them safe. And that hasn't changed, okay? So that amygdala has not changed. It's there to protect us. It's there to pump that adrenaline and all those other toxic things into our system just long enough to give us the strength to protect ourselves, to run, to lift the car off the kid. You know, you hear these stories. That's what it's there for, that amygdala. But sometimes it goes on overdrive because we don't have that many things in life anymore that we have to physically prepare to run from. So now the amygdala has a new job and it's redefined what we are afraid of. Okay, we don't have to run from the saber-toothed tiger anymore. So it's given itself a job. And it's telling us what we do have to run from. And it can be the simplest thing. And it's usually ourselves. This is Marla Tabaka. We're going into our second break already. And I'll be back on Million Dollar Mindset Radio to talk more about the reticular activating system.
unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mommy to Mogul radio show, empowering women to build a successful business, invites you to join her on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. At the ripe age of five, she was already interpreting information in documents and instructions on forms for her immigrant parents. Now, through her experience and those of her guests, she provides you with valuable steps to empower you to reach financial independence. Martha A. Sanchez is a registered nurse with a Bachelor in Nursing and Master's of Business administration. She's a business coach, speaker, author, and CEO of Moss International, LLC. Her diverse work experience brings you expertise in areas essential to customer service, social media, and budgeting. The Mommy to Mogul radio show furthers her personal mission of empowering women to help them build successful businesses so they can reach financial independence. Join Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mommy to Mogul radio show, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And so, in the top half of our show, we were talking about, you know, how we get stuck and how the brain works and uh, how we, you know, get hardwired, basically, into believing the stuff that isn't necessarily true and how that all happens from our life events and uh, just carves out negative belief systems. We also talked about Lucy, my past client. I want to tell you, these three processes that I use with Lucy, they're the exact same processes I use with Lucy, um, took her to a 40 plus million dollar business and the life of her dreams. Okay. Remember she was coming to me broke, broke, tired, down, depressed, hopeless. And today she is a multimillionaire thriving business and out there inspiring others. She's been on Good Morning America and the Today Show. She's been in the New York Times just inspiring others to do the same. She's amazing. Okay, so pay attention. These things work. And and Lucy may have been the first client I used these this three-step process on, but I'll tell you what, she's far from the last. There have been so, 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 so many. So, I mentioned something called the RAS, the reticular activating system. What that is, is it's a filter. 
it it filters it's in your brain and it filters out all of the unnecessary information that comes your way in life because you know if your brain had to process every piece of information that it encounters it would blow up because we don't use our brains to their fullest potential and uh, and so this this reticular activating system has a really important job and it filters out the things that it knows you are not interested in at all. So we've all had the life experience of not caring about something because it was just not relative to our life or our happiness or our current situation. And then all of a sudden, we uh, become engaged in a situation where that changes. For instance, um, uh, I'll use one from my own life. Oh, oh, here's one for you. Um, I have twin daughters who are 28, and I've I've come recently to realize, gosh, their biological clocks are ticking, and I don't have any grandbabies. <laughs> okay, and and you know, I, I certainly would not wish them to have babies just to make me a grandma. But you know, there's a part of me now that is kind of longing and hoping that they find themselves in a life situation where that would be appropriate and make them very happy. And up until just maybe the last couple of months, I'd really never given it a second thought. And now, all of a sudden, now that I've I've kind of put those emotions and feelings behind wanting a grandchild, all of this stuff is beginning to surface. I'm I'm meeting happy grandparents everywhere. I go into a coffee shop or a restaurant and there's grandma or grandpa or both of them together with their, their one or two or three grandchildren. I sit down and I talked to a lady the other day and she was so excited. She said, I have my grandchildren for overnight. I hardly ever get them overnight. I'm so, so excited. And I went shopping the other day and there was this big display of little 2T and 3T clothes that you know, I would have walked right by until now. So what has happened is I've generated enough emotion behind wanting a grandchild that that RAS has said to my brain, it's, it's, it's sensing that emotion, okay, is picking it up and it's sending signals to my, to my brain saying, yep, yep, really, she really does want this and it's opening up to seeing things related to having grandchildren in my life, okay? So now I'm interested in it, so it's no longer filtering out all these tidbits of information. It's allowing the information in. So so now I have to rewire it. Now I have to go away from that, that dream because it's driving me nuts. But in a positive sense, you know, when, when you say you're ready to take steps toward this dream and you follow these steps we're about to talk about, then you can bring opportunities into your life and awareness into your life that will make them happen. So the first thing that you have to do, process one, is get in tune with the feeling, okay? You heard me say with the grandchild story, boy, I was feeling it in my heart, my gut, my mind, everything. I was feeling this yearning for grandchildren, okay? That's all I had to do. It was strong enough. But a lot of times, we we don't get in touch with the feeling often enough to get this conversation between the subconscious and the conscious mind and the RAS going, okay? So we have to bring in tools, okay? Visualization is 
an amazing tool for getting in touch with the feelings. You hear people talking about building a vision board and, and you know, how it never works, right? Well, it never works because they don't know how to use them. So the idea behind a vision board is to select things, to select pictures that really make you feel like you've already got it, okay? Not a longing, not a negative sense of, of yearning, but a real positive feeling. I've got this in my life, the house of my dreams, the, the audience, the published book, the new job, the loving relationship, whatever it is, okay? So you can either build a vision board and spend time with it every single day, bringing up those feelings of I have instead of I lack, or you can sit, if you're very visual, you can sit and just daydream about this life change and all of the wonderful things until you feel it as though it is. Very, very important. And you know why now? Because it's got to open up that reticular activating system to allow the opportunities to come to you that you otherwise would have overlooked. You see, all of these things that people call law of attraction that, that, that we're drawing to us via what people call the law of attraction are there anyway. They are there. We're just not seeing them because we are not emotionally in tune or intellectually in tune with having them in our lives. So when you start believing in something, talking about it, believing it, the opportunities will come your way. I was working with a client the other day who had a very, very special um, dream and uh, she never thought it was possible. And so we've, we've done some of these processes and within... Gosh, a week and a half, maybe it was two weeks, I doubt it. She landed the most amazing interview, which is going to give her the foothold into the industry that she dreams of being in. So get in tune with that feeling. Do affirmations, powerful affirmations. Who do you have to be to achieve this dream? Well, then tell yourself you are that person. If you need to be inspirational, then Tell yourself, I'm an inspirational human being who gives others permission to dream and whatever. Make up little affirmations or go online and find affirmations about being inspirational. If you, you know, think about who you have to be and just keep telling yourself over and over that you are that. Eventually, your brain will begin to believe it because you are that and It'll help you to find opportunities to really, really embrace it. Also, make sure to get into the feeling, get in touch with the feeling that you're practicing a practice of gratitude. I went to an amazing conference a couple of weeks ago in California with Brendan Burchard. Just incredible. And he had these really high profile, multi, multi millionaire, very, very happy, well adjusted people speaking. And they had a few things in common other than their money and their success. And that is that they practice gratitude each day. They actually take the time to write down the things that they're grateful for in their lives for that, on that day and talk about why they're grateful. Another thing they did, because again, this raises that vibration, raises those feelings to a higher state, which is where you need to be to attract good things. Okay. The other thing they do is they meditate. They meditate, pray, whatever you want to call it. They are all in that, that practice. And they also do the step two 
of this process, okay? And step two is to change your state. It's very, very important. And here's what I mean by that. Currently, you are in a state of what? Um, Is it sadness, depression, lack, not believing? Maybe you're out of shape. Maybe you're tired. Maybe, you know, I mean, the list can go on. What is your state? And what can you do to change the state? Exercise releases all of those wonderful endorphins, right? There is incredible what exercise does. Even if it's just a little walk. This morning I started my day with just a little tiny, like one mile walk. And boy, did it raise my state. Boy, did I feel better. Eating better also raises your state. It gives you more energy. So, you know, if you're, if you're so, so far from a clean diet that it feels impossible, start a little bit at a time. I started with my breakfast and, and now instead of a, you know, carb filled breakfast, it's been about two years. I've been enjoying a nice protein shake with vegetables mixed in and some fruit. And it's, oh, it's such a great way to start your day. And here's one that was really, really, enforced for me at this conference and that is to associate with hang out with people who are further along in their dreams their goals and their happiness than you are okay oh my gosh their energy is infectious it's infectious and they can introduce you to people and they can help you they can mentor you it's it's so uplifting. It helps you to believe that anything is possible when you see where these people have come from and what they've achieved. Because I'll tell you, oh gosh, a good majority of the people who spoke at this Brendan Burchard conference had come from really a poor background, you know, and, and, and they achieved it. They did it. Brendan Burchard himself too. You know, he, he lived, he grew up in a trailer park and there his mom was sweet as ever in the back of the room helping organize this huge 600 person four day event. She was amazing. And, and so they, and his sister too. And so they all came a long way because he believed he could. So that's that's the uh, the second thing is change your diet, change your exercise habits, and associate with people who are further along in their goals and dreams than you are. Really successful people. Wow, wow, wow. Will these things alone make the difference? But I'm about about to bring out my secret weapon in our last segment. So don't go anywhere. This is Marla Tabaka. Find me at MarlaTabaka.com and I'll see you back here after this little commercial break in just a couple of minutes. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Join us for Healing with the Marika Method. This is an amazingly informative show to help heal people as well as their horses, dogs, and cats. This show inspires and empowers people to take charge of their own health and their animals' health using the power of diet, nutrition, natural medicines, and lifestyle to heal a variety of health problems. 
Learn how food impacts all physical and emotional health conditions and how diet and natural medicines are used to heal the body, mind, and spirit. Marika is a health and nutrition specialist, homeopathic practitioner, a gifted medical intuitive and healer, and an author and educator with over two decades of experience in clinical practice for people and their pets. Join our host, Marika Vandewater, every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And here we are in the last segment of this show already, and I have a lot to cover, so we are going to do some talking here. Okay, the secret weapon, how I help Lucy break out and get not only ahead, but achieve some pretty amazing things. In addition to the things that, that I spoke of above, the secret weapon that I use in my practice is called the Emotional Freedom Techniques, or EFT. Excuse me while I take a sip of water. I get all choked up on this topic. (laughs) So the emotional freedom techniques, here we go. You know, I talked about how our brains become hardwired, okay, and how simple, simple trying to change your mind isn't going to work, okay, because these things are ingrained, they're embedded, they're, they're rote. This is just how your brain is operating now. You have these belief systems that are telling you you can't. You don't have enough money. You're not smart enough. You're not good enough. You're not ambitious enough. You, you know, the world isn't, uh, isn't here for you to conquer. Whatever these belief systems are that you have going on inside are a part of you now. They have become a part of who you are. Okay. So depending on how deeply ingrained these things are, the first two steps of these processes process may help you, but may not take you to where you need to be and to who you have to be in order to achieve what you want to achieve. So the emotional freedom techniques are fashioned um, after the old, old, old ancient practice of acupuncture, only we're not using needles here and we're not working on the physical body. Uh, well, I guess we are working on the physical body because we're moving energy, right? Um, but we're working on that brain. And what happens, you know, when we when we fall into the, one of those beliefs and one of those triggers, uh, one of those records is triggered, is is a whole process is is set loose in the brain, and 
it got there somehow. It got there by some experiences in your life, okay? And so when we focus on those life experiences or on the belief itself, because not everyone knows what life experiences led up to their belief system, and we do this, it's called tapping, okay? Emotional freedom techniques, also known as tapping. And we tap on these what are called meridian endpoints, the same points that an acupuncturist would use, um, don't try that at home, <laughs> with the needles, okay? Only again, we're not using any needles. So when we tap on these meridian endpoints, while well, we're focused on the negative, okay, this is what's called an energy psychology, and it is the only one that focuses on the negative. While we're tuned in and we're activating that, that broken record, to, to go off all those negative responses and thoughts and feelings. We're activating that. We do this tapping. It, it, um, disables the record. That's the best way I can put it. Okay. So when I've had clients come in here who, for instance, have had truly traumatic events in their life, like, um, I always, I often use rape as, as, um, an example because I mean the trauma of that I think everybody who walks this earth um, knows how huge that trauma is even if they haven't if, even if they haven't experienced it they can have some understanding of what a trauma that would be for a person okay so I've had women in this office who have been through brutal brutal crimes of rape and and brutality and and so they've created belief systems about themselves that are very highly negative and it's taken over their lives for years okay so we'll we'll tap on the event very slowly. I mean, I, we don't just jump in and start reliving that event. I have a process and it's very slow and very intentional. Okay. And we'll tap on it. And when we're done, the person will actually say, wow, it's like, I, I know that it happened, but I can't really remember the details. It's like, it like, it's like seeing it in a movie or like it happened to someone else. Okay. So it diffuses the power. It goes into that right brain folder. And it takes out the memory of your emotional and physiological response and it just removes it. It just, it, it just isn't there anymore. Okay. Now I use a huge trauma event here, but the trauma of growing up in an environment where you're told you can't or of having a couple of failing businesses and, and, and that failure is stopping you from moving forward to another or from trying to grow your business or having beliefs that, you know, your life will change in a negative way if you'll be, if you become successful. I had a client in here the other day who, who felt that if she, be, she didn't know this consciously, but what we uncovered what, through EFT was that if she went forward with her dream, the people that she loves in her life right now, her spouse and her friends, would not move forward with her, that she would have to leave them behind because they don't have the level of growth that she's achieving. How scary is that to think that your success could potentially lead to a divorce and loss of, of friendships that you love. That is scary. So not all of these beliefs are conscious. Very, very many of them are at an unconscious level. And it, it, it wasn't a huge trauma necessarily that put them there. So EFT works for that beautifully. Okay. 
So the secret weapon weapon is the emotional freedom techniques. Now, it again, it diffuses those negative belief systems. It it makes that box bigger so that we can actually stretch and move and test new things and feel safe doing it. It offers us a level of, of um, safety in our, our emotional range that wasn't there before. Uh, it takes away so much of the threat of whatever it is that we're afraid of, whether it's failure or success. It's usually one of those two things. We're unconsciously afraid of, of uh, success or we're consciously afraid of failure. It usually is one of those two things. And we have reasons to be afraid of success, like my client the other day who felt that she'd have to leave critical key people in her life behind. Okay. So it actually helps us to feel safe by stretching those beliefs, uh, stretching ourselves beyond those beliefs, I should say, and, and putting just hope in our lives. So I have used this system for 10 years. Oh gosh, it's going on 11 now. When I first started coaching female entrepreneurs, I realized within a couple of months that you know, with women like Lucy coming into my life, that these women were amazing. They knew how to grow their business. They just weren't doing it. And it's and it's true for men as well. And for anybody who's missing something in their lives that they really, really, really want, you know how to get it most often, but you just stop yourself. So introduced, I, I, I went out, I opened that RAS and I didn't even know what I was doing at the time, right? But I started putting out there to the universe, hey, I have to find some some way to help these people because traditional coaching isn't enough. I can tell people to their blue in the face, face that they're smart, they're successful, they're brilliant, they can do it. Yay, rah, rah, I can be their cheerleader. But it's not enough because when they go away from the session, they lose it all. Okay, so I kept putting that out there. And I'll tell you what, within two weeks, I mean, I was emotional about this. I was emoting left and right. Okay, because I is my life's passion to help people succeed and find their dreams. Okay, so within two weeks time, I think it was actually less than that. EFT fell in my lap and three different people told me about it. Three different unrelated people told me about it. It's like, okay, I gotta figure this stuff out. I've gotta find out if this can be real. And there happened to be a, um, a teaching conference by the man who developed it, Gary Craig, out in Colorado. And boy, I bought that ticket and I was on my way. And what I saw, it was jaw dropping. It was jaw dropping and I've never turned back. I've never stopped using EFT. I've never stopped using it with my clients. And what is very, very exciting is in these last several years, people are starting to know what tapping is. It's starting to come, become mainstream. And so it's not such a hard sell to get people to try and, and use it. It's so cool. So EFT tapping. Now you'll see lots of videos out there about EFT. But it's impossible to to create a video around a problem and around the thinking and around the circumstances that are directly related to you. And all of us have different lives, right? So those videos will seem very superficial to you. 
Um, and you'll walk away saying EFT doesn't work like most people do because of those videos. Now, us, we practitioners are doing our best to get it out there with these videos, but because we're not with you in the room, it's impossible to get it out there in the depth that, that you will probably need. And so you see a practitioner. And, and, you know, I always tell people that when you're tapping on just something general, tapping, doing EFT on your own is fine. But trying to do EFT on a deep emotional thing on your own is like trying to pull your own tooth and do your own root canal. You wouldn't do that. You might pull your own tooth, but you wouldn't do it at your own root canal. You go to a dentist. So find a practitioner, and I would love to work with you. You can find me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com, and there's a little tab on my website that says Tapping. Or it says EFT tapping. Click on that. See a couple of movies about it. And uh, give me a holler. So I'd be happy to talk to you, complimentary conversation, about whether or not you need EFT and whether or not it can help you. In my opinion, we all need EFT. But I can give you some idea of what it might do for you. And I'd be happy to have that conversation with you. If you would prefer to email me, Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. So... EFT, get into that feeling, change your state, and practice EFT. Get to a practitioner and eradicate those those limiting beliefs once and for all and change your life. So, like I've witnessed so, so many people doing with EFT. It is a life changer. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I look forward to being with you again next Monday at the same time, same station as Fabulous Net Radio. And, uh, you know, again, visit my articles over at Inc.com, Inc. Magazine, Inc.com. This week is seven signs you're about to have a midlife crises. Whether you're 30 or 50, these warning signs can help you head off that midlife crisis because it is a real, 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 real common thing. And certainly EFT can help you head off that midlife crisis or get through it if you find that you're already there. And so the signs in the article will tell you if you know, you're likely ex- experiencing uh, the beginnings of or in throes of midlife crises. Peter Diamond helped me with that article. And uh, so I I thank him for that. So head on over there, inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tobacco. And I will see you here on Million Dollar Mindset Radio in one week from today. And I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you